Welcome to From the Den Podcast, providing Bears and NFL fans alike with compelling news, discussion, and debate. I'm your co-host, Benjamin, joined alongside my dear friend and co-host, Orin. Hey, Benjamin, let's get right into it. As always, kickoff starts now. Let's go on to our predictions for next week. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Cowboys. Okay. Titans. I mean, I would Got like it. To, obviously Cowboys. Yes, I, was, I would like to say this is a close game, but if Tannehill's not playing, which he's not, I'm fairly confident he's not. Yeah, moving on. Okay, Cardinals versus Falcons. Give me your pick. I'll give you my pick. This, I mean, I'm gonna take the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Okay, I respect the pick. I think I trust um, Colt McCoy. <laughs> Over Desmond Ritter right now. Have the Falcons won right now with Desmond Ritter? How are uh, they done? How are they done? I don't think so. Actually, Let's I... see. So, no, they yeah. lost to the Ravens. They lost to the Saints. So, yeah, I just think that that offense is more volatile with Ritter. More solid. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Cardinals in this game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Patriots, I would like to think that there's no chance to a place this week. It would be, I mean, such a disgustingly bad look for the Dolphins and also just a horrible decision for the Dolphins to play Tua, knowing mm-hmm. that he has a concussion, yep. knowing that, I mean, for all He's the- clearly concussed. He's clearly concussed. He's in concussion protocol. It's He's concussed. And the, I mean, the for all the shit, for all the horrible things that the Dolphins got for playing Tua after that concussion- they had to have learned from that. They had to have learned their consequence. Learned what happens when you play a concussion. Okay, so what's what's the call? What's the take? Who okay, Teddy Bridgewater plays. Wait, who are you picking? I'm going to take Bridgewater. I still think the Dolphins are gonna win. The Patriots are just a whatever team. I don't see them doing anything. I'm still taking the I agree. And actually I was looking, Patriots are heavily favored right now. In this game, so I think that's a good bet. At least take the spread or something. I'm I'm going to take the Dolphins as well. Yeah. All right. Saints Eagles. I'm I'll gonna... go first. I'll go first. Right. Got to go with the Eagles. Um, I mean Minshew played it close against uh, this team. Eagles are just superior in all ways against the Saints. Like we said, they could, they can still get the job done with Minshew, and especially because this game has so much meaning for this team because they could still technically not win their division. They want to win. They want to get first in the conference so i'm going with the eagles yeah got this, a lot to play for again i look at the eagles and i say this is not that unbelievable of a team and the record is like not representative of how well they're doing but like this is not a game that they're gonna lose nope. I, they're, they're not gonna lose this game this game means too much and i think the eagles are gonna win mm-hmm. colts giants you gotta go with the giants gotta go with the giants just because of course, the colts i was have looking and i was like what should terrible. i do? I was like, what should I pick? And then I remembered the Colts have Nick Foles and they really bad. And then I was Yeah, like, I was actually I was a little scared because I had the Chargers defense last week in fantasy football, of course. I keep bringing it up because I am in the championship. But I was scared that Nick Foles would come once I heard that he was gonna be the starter, that he would pull out, you know, against the Bears and not against the Bears. When Nick Foles was on the Bears, he had a good game, a good quarter <laughs> where he beat the Falcons at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought he might have some dumb magic game, but no, there's no magic left. Giants. Yeah. Um, so let's go into the Panthers Buccaneers. I'm taking the Panthers. 
I don't Come on, that was my upset. You, you took all my upsets. Terrible. And you said it before me. I have to tell you, I picked this on the I agree. I agree. I mean, they're both bad teams, and I just think it's one of them. It might you might take forward take it for advantage if you're Tom Brady, you know? Yes, a hundred percent. They've shown no ability to beat bad teams because they are a bad team, these these Buccaneers. They've just shown no ability whatsoever to be a good NFL team. They just mm-hmm. seem that great. All right. Chiefs. Right, wait, let me let me get this one. Chiefs Broncos. You'd think I would go quickly through it, but no. If the Broncos were playing most other teams this week, I would probably pick the Broncos, honestly. I think it's a th- like yeah. Jeff Saturday won this first game. Teams that fire their head coach, 100%. you know, yeah. changes their culture. Team gets fired up, but the Broncos are not going to beat the Chiefs. So yeah. I'm picking the Chiefs. I agree. I was about to make the same comment that this game is going to be closer than it seems. I think that, you know, when you're such, especially the Broncos, when you have such a talented roster, you have to make some of the scapegoat. And yes, Russ is, Russell Wilson has been made the scapegoat, but also obviously the team internally has also made Hackett the scapegoat. And the second that you get a coach like that out, your team gets remotivated. This team started off not great. Have they been eliminated for playoff contention? Yeah, they're four. They have to. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're terrible. They're horrible. Yeah. So when like they weren't, I wouldn't say they were good, but at the beginning of the year, they weren't horrible. They, they were bad. They were always bad, dude. They're always bad. They've gotten a lot worse recently. I don't think so. I think that they just seem a lot worse because they just continue to lose. But look at I mean, look at their first games. They put up 16, 16, 11. Sure. Okay? That was their first three games. They, they were, were always bad. They were, they were two and one. They're four and 11 now. My point is that. But their we, offense is always bad. Their offense is always bad. Fine. Dude. fine. My point to you is that. And again, those aren't that bad loss. Bad, like, they beat the 49ers, which is a good team. They beat the Texans, which is not that impressive. And they lost by one to the Seahawks, which, again, is not that horrible. <laughs> no, no. They were bad. They're always bad. Yeah, but they've gotten so much worse. Okay. I just think that they've continued. But anyway, continue. What are you saying? My point is that, like, before the season, you when you have a really good roster that's just assembled, you're excited to play and you're excited to see what this team does. And like your peak is usually the first few weeks. And then like either you ride that momentum and continue the success or you fall off. That's why I think the opposite kind of happens with the chiefs where it seems like at least lately they lose, they drop a few games early. I mean, they lost to the Colts. Let's see. Let's see. What was their record? They were two and one. At some point, their record did not look that good. It wasn't like, that that usually happens to teams that are like newly assembled, like like the Dolphins this year. Like no, I'm talking about like the Chiefs. Yeah, that's just like what they do. They're gonna they like kind of when you were at like the five and three mark around there. Mm-hmm. I can't like prove this was evidence, but I'm just let's just imagine around five and three, something like that. You don't know which of those teams are gonna win their next, you know, eight games win seven of their next eight games and become elite and which of those teams are going to fall off because that's kind of what happens with teams. You have no idea. No idea. So it's just, it's just interesting to see how things progress because when we're talking about the NFL at that point, there's not really a good way to like the Eagles. I thought it could have been pretty likely that, well, what's their record right now? They have two losses. Yeah. I think they're 13. And I thought it could have, could have been pretty likely, you know, in those first eight games that, they would end up twelve and f- or I guess thirteen and four, 
12 and 5. They could still end up that way, but it's not yeah. going to happen, you know? Yeah. Like they just kept winning. Yeah. All right. Let's All right. keep going. Browns, Commanders. I'm going to take the Commanders. Browns are really not playing yeah. good football. Yeah. I think this Commanders offense is going to, their defense is going to torch. I think the Browns are lying in the running game, even though it hasn't been working lately. And Commanders run defense is actually very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good pick. The games this week don't seem that great. Um, Jaguars, Texans. I'm taking Jaguars. Oh, you're wrong. The Texans do not play the Colts this week. That was incorrect. Next week. I see. I see. Yeah. No, I honestly a little tempted. Some dumb stuff always happens in that division. Dumb. You never know what team. Dumb stuff is just constantly happening. I feel like whenever you think you can get an evaluation on any of those four teams, they just do something really dumb. Like either the Jaguars just like it's always been like that. Either Jaguars just blow out a team. Or, like, the Texans beat the Titans like they did last week. Or the Colts blow a giant lead. Like, they're just they're just such a dumb division. Yeah. With I'm, that said, the Jaguars got to win. They, they the need... Titans, yeah. But we'll see. Um. So, yeah. All right. You're going to be rooting harder than most Texans fans. I will Pretty be... much all good Texans fans. Yes. I will be... I will pull out... I will buy a Texas, Texans jersey... I'll put on like a JJ Watt jersey. Um, I'll ask my friend. He has an old JJ Watt jersey he used to wear when he was younger. I don't know if you remember, but I'll ask uh-huh, him. To uh-huh. it. I'll wear it. It'll be great. Hey guys, big big Texans fan this week. All right, Forty ers Raiders. I'm picking the Forty ers I don't even know if the Raiders can make the playoffs, but they're just really not looking good. So Look. the Gruden Raiders had this thing where like. They would just pull off these dumb wins. They would beat the Chiefs sometimes. They could beat the Chargers. They were good for an exciting game or two. It feels like this Raiders have just been slipping more. So, um, I gotta go with the 49ers. Yeah. Um, Jets Seahawks. I think is a fascinating wait, wait. game actually, with a lot of playoff implications, which is pretty dumb, but it does have playoff implications. Yes. Seahawks. We'll go quickly. That's a great question. Would you like to go first? I'll give you your. Seahawks versus Jets. Um, wait, let me. Th- I don't know why. I just might might have different opinions of these guys. I'm going with the Seahawks. I'm going with the Seahawks here. I think I like Geno Smith more than Mike White. I'm not. I'm actually not really a big Mike White fan. Yeah, I like the Seahawks more. Yeah, give me the Jets. I'm but I think the Jets might have more momentum. But they both are coming off of losses or at least losing, slipping in the past few games. All right, let's keep moving here. Vikings Packers. Yeah. I am taking the Packers. I know Me too. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. As much as I hate it, as much as I just want to see the Vikings just demolish the Packers, and it's going to piss me off when the Packers get their way to 8-9 and nine or 9-8. Nine and eight. Yeah. It's what's going to happen. Like, Aaron Rodgers realizes what's going on, and they're going to steal this win. Yeah. It's just – it's – maybe it's just because, like – we're kind of like brainwashed in a way as Bears fans. As people who watch a lot of NFC North, we're just brainwashed to expect the Packers just to win and be successful because that's how we've both grown up. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's all I know. I know it's kind of an odd thing for me to say, but all I know is Packers success. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like ingrained in my brain. Something that annoys me, though, is we're on such different timelines that by the time the Bears get around, like, in recent years especially, it's like when the Packers beat the Bears, it's like, yeah, we're bad. We're rebuilding. 
I guess maybe this year. This is the year that you'd say it because in last year we've been kind of competing. We've just been bad at it. But like this year, the Packers beat us, and it's like, I don't care. Yeah. There have been like in the years prior when the Packers were beating us, it was annoying. Like in 2018, that was annoying because we're two good teams. And I think that by the time there's a chance that by the time, like in the next few years when the Bears are good, by the time that we can finally beat the Packers, they might be a rebuilding team and they don't care. They want to lose to us. Yeah. That just pisses me off. I want to have a satisfying victory over the Packers. You know what I I mean? Where they have. I also truly believe that there is no better football than two competitive than a competitive Bears Packers game where there are playoff implications involved. There's no better football. Nothing. It's incredible. It's incredible, man. It's like the problem is that like everyone's like, yeah, why is Bears Packers on Sunday night football every single year? And that's a valid point. It's no, Bears- it's valid. It's valid. But soon enough, hopefully there'll be good games because finally the Bears will have an offense and it won't be like a seven to three game. Hopefully. All right. All right. We'll talk about this in the next part. The Battle of L.A. Again, I said I'm going to take the Chargers, but not by that much. I think the Rams are going to come in. They're going to play good football. And I'm, I might be like, there's only have a 1%. All right, we're, we're up. We're up. We're up, up, ready to go for part three. All right, let's, let's finish off these picks real quick. Um, Rams, Chargers. Got to go with the Chargers. Steelers, Ravens. I, Dilmar is going to be back. But the Ravens are annoying, so they're going to keep it close. But the Ravens get a dub. Agree with me, and we'll continue. I agree with those two, yes. Um, Bills, Bengals. I am going to pick the Bills. Bengals have all of the momentum in the world. So I totally understand picking them. But my this pick is motivated by the fact that I have a bet that the Ravens that I did at the start of the year, that the Ravens would win that division. So I'm going to be really rooting for the Bills to win so that the Ravens and Bengals will have the same record going into week 18 when they play each other, and then the Ravens can have a chance to win their division. I really, Even though really, it would probably be better for the NFL. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, whatever. Go on. really want to be a contrarian, but I'm just going to pick the Bills. Yeah, I think Bengals is a good pick, though. They've got a lot of momentum. Yes. All right. Okay. All right, all right, okay. The Bears. The Bears. Let's, I'm just going to say, first of all, I'm going to say, unable to access the game, was not in the home market, could not watch it. So, this is based on the highlights. I will just go out and say that. Mm-hmm. But, my general takeaway was, um, ugh, I had such a takeaway, but I, I feel like I had, uh, you go first. You go first for a little bit, but I want to say something. I think since 2018, the Bears have been a very talented team that has underperformed. And the Bears now seem to be an incredibly untalented team. Like, when I say untalented, I mean they have nobody. Like, their whole team is injured. The, 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 the few good players that they have, they're all hurt. All of them are hurt. So, yeah, they're, they're terrible. So... And, but in, a, in the best way, in the most encouraging way, they're terrible. Yes, and I would look at the e- – I would actually say the Bills and the Eagles are the two best teams in the NFL right now. Yeah, and I got I to gotta agree. The Bills-Eagles Super Bowl would be great. The Bears lost the Eagles by five. And, yes, the Bills score was a lot, but they were winning at halftime, and they kept it close till the end of the third quarter. And they, again, they have nobody. 
Nobody. My point is that I don't want to say that a win is good and a win that makes me happy. I lost. Sorry, I don't want to say a loss is good and a loss makes me happy. But like, at least we're not getting blown out. Like, at least we've kept all the games close. They've been interesting and fun games, which at least is fun to say. And they're not like, it's not like our like the other teams are scoring like two points and we're scoring like the other team scoring like seven points and we're scoring like three, like close like that. It's like fun yeah. offense, close in a good way. And I, I remember week like around week three we talked about this. You mentioned this. You said I want to watch Fields, and I want to say, "Wow, this is a wow play." You talk about wow plays. Oh, and then all the wow plays came. Yeah, I mean, wow plays. He's made wow plays, throwing wow plays, running wow plays. If you could mm-hmm. choose a player that makes wow plays, it is Justin Fields. Justin Fields is the wow play quarterback. Yeah, Justin he is. Fields is the quarterback that you look at Instagram. And they're the ones saying, and everyone's saying, oh my God, Fields like made a ridiculous run again. Fields made an insane throw. Fields did this. Fields did that. I am very happy about mm-hmm. Fields' play. I am. He had a great throw deep to Valus Jones. Great throw. I want to take out Valus Jones for in general, but. I think that generally the Bears draft class is looking pretty good. Kyler Gordon has had two really had good pick. Games. Yeah. Two interceptions and two pass the two pass games. Jaquan Brisker, he speaks for himself. Unbelievable player. Makes me very happy that he's on this team. You have Jack, Jack Sanborn is very good. Jack Sanborn is great. He got hurt last game, which sucks, and that's why he didn't play this week. Braxton Jones, starting left tackle, has gotten better every single week. And I'm reading stuff online again. I'm not going to act like this unbelievable evaluator of offensive linemen. Like I know, like I really know what I'm saying, but from what I'm reading, Braxton Jones is probably the bear second best offensive lineman right now. And he's like, second he's made, to um, Whitehair. No, to Tevin Jenkins. Or is what? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tevin Jenkins is killing it. And he's, and Braxton Jones has made like unbelievable leaps since the beginning of the season. Like he's playing really good football. Like, Again, I don't like using PFF except for offensive linemen because I just have no other way to evaluate offensive linemen, to be honest. But Braxton Jones is a PFF rating of 76.5, which I don't I don't know if you know, that's pretty dang good. That's probably a top 20 offensive offensive tackle in the NFL, which means probably top 10 left tackle in the NFL is a fifth round rookie. Pretty that's good, pretty good. Pretty good. So, okay, so um, my takeaway, a few takeaways. First game in a long time, Bill successfully wrapped up, stopped Justin Fields running, which is just respect to them. You know, mm-hmm. they just have a great defense, so they really negated his running threat. I thought even though we're praising the offensive line, he was getting hit a lot. He was under pressure. He didn't have a lot of time to throw a lot. And then because they stopped him from running that – hinder the offense a little bit. Um, I mean, it's just a difference in line in that they had a bunch of time to throw and Fields had little time to throw. I think d- defensively, I'm not worried. I, even though we, you were just praising the offensive line, I thought this game I was concerned because when you're a rebuilding team, I think what you want to see is, I think what's most important, good quarterback play and honestly, good offensive line. Yeah, I agree. Because good offensive line will go come with you. And it's, yeah. Yeah, I for the agree. defensive line, it's like because those are things also 
offensive line is something that kind of needs chemistry year to year. They're like a, a strong unit you can really keep with you like for a very long time. But with the defensive line, I'm really not worried. I'm really not worried. I look at us and I'm like, wow, we have no rush. We have no pass rush. But I know that like you bring in a few guys like the Bears in past years, we brought in like Khalil. Those are all like signings. And I know that we want to build our team in the draft, but I'm saying it's not that hard to like bring to like, boom, have you have a good defensive line now, you know? If you have that's, the money, that's, yeah, that's fair. Um, there are a lot of good defensive line. Like, the I Bears, think it's harder to. I think it's harder to assemble an offensive line. It given, takes more of that than. As long as the Bears don't trade back past like the fifth or sixth pick, I would say it's a guarantee the Bears draft either Jalen Carter or Will Anderson, defensive tackle and defensive end. Yes, yes, guaranteed. And they're two unbelievable prospects. They're great. They're amazing. So, like, again, this team needs offensive linemen and needs a lot of pieces. But I'm happy with how the team's looking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, Me too. I really hope maybe Vales Jones can put something together. I mean, he did have a good return. He is still speedy, but it's just it's yeah, hard to, hide, it's to find hope for someone who doesn't have that many. Like, he's old. He's old, and right oh. now he isn't. He yes. still looks like he's a raw prospect. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah, 100%. So I ask you this question. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he is. But he's shown a lot of potential in, like, the kick return game. Like, he's had a lot of good returns. He played really well last game in the kick return game. He had a bunch of good returns. Mm-hmm. He's fast. He's shifty. He, like, fits the mold of an unbelievable returner. Would you spend a third-round pick getting a top-five kick returner in the NFL? I mean, it depends what other needs you have. That's fair. I think, you know, I think if... Because... Yeah, I mean, it depends who's available, obviously, what other needs you have. If they're really looking and they're saying there's no one better who will fit our needs aside from a returner, but I think, no, at that, like, right there at that stage, they could have addressed a lot of other holes than a returner. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I but yes, at the same time, definitely, if the Bears do end up filling those holes in later drafts, I think we can look back and say, wow, you know, like, Bayless Jones has actually provided us a lot on the special teams front and he's been worth it, you know, but I just think right now it doesn't seem worth it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I just look at this team. They have eight pieces like that I would build my future team with, but I think what needs to be remembered is that like this first round pick and their money is going to be huge. I think it, but the thing is they don't even have that many places to spend the money because there aren't wide receivers, which is a little bit concerning. Um, I'd say, are you concerned about um Chase Claypool? No, because... He has not done anything. He really hasn't done anything. That's fair. He played... I'm trying to think of what games he played. He played against the Dolphins, which I wouldn't really count because he didn't play a lot. And the Falcons, he didn't play a lot either. The Jets, he played with a backup quarterback and had a solid game. I think he had like... But why, why didn't he play a lot? Because when he doesn't know the offense. Okay. When you get traded midseason, you have to learn the offense. So you're on a snap count. Because you can only play this, the plays that you know. And you can't be expected to learn a whole offense in two weeks. That just doesn't happen. Okay. He played the Jets game. He had like 60 yards. But that was also with a backup quarterback. I think he like solid game. The Packers, he actually was doing well until he got hurt right away and fumbled. That's tough. Like I, th- I think he fumbled at the beginning of the second quarter like around that area might be like 
like just like generally around. So, it. how highly do you see us drafting a wide receiver? Or yeah, second round. Okay. Maybe first. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to look at. Like, but I mean, I feel like if you're drafting a receiver that highly, it kind of shows a lack of trust in one of the main guys you have right now because you can make the argument that Mooney, Kmet, and Claypool are all kind of emerging stars in that sense. So, and you can't expect to, I mean, I guess maybe you can expect to have like all four of the guys, you know what I mean? It just feels like they would be replacing one of the guys that you have on your team. And I mean, like yes, but like think about the Cowboys last year with Gallup, CD, and Amari Cooper. Like you could have three unbelievable receivers. And again, yeah, fine, fine. You also like have to remember that like Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool are not like elite. Receivers. No, they're definitely not elite. But you think you could? We would draft another elite receiver, or we just draft another Mooney and Claypool? You know? No, I think you would try to draft. I think you're if you're not spending a first round pick, you're gonna get someone quality wise like who at best is like a Mooney Claypool, but the person that you're getting is going to fit the offense because think about it. You have Mooney is like a, like you could get like a, like okay Claypool is like the out like the receiver that's like the. the we don't have a fifty fifty ball guy really. We don't have I a fifty fifty ball I guy. I think Claypool's that guy. He's I big, like, but I I his highlights aren't really those fifty fifty balls. His highlights are more just like yards after catch type of stuff. I, I don't know. I feel like I like. Think... I mean, Kmet, Kmet's been very encouraging. Kmet has been encouraging. Very encouraging. Plays the Lions this week. He's yeah. on my fantasy team. He got two touchdowns against the Lions last time. So pretty yeah, encouraging. encouraging. Um, I was gonna say the Bears have glaring holes. Their defensive line might be the worst defensive line I've seen in my life. They have, <laughs> I mean, atrocious. I think okay. I think Travis Gibson hit the quarterback. You know, quarterback hits are right when you just like yeah, yeah, quarterback. I think it was the first quarterback hit the Bears have had last week since Week Nine from their outside from like. <laughs> is he their sack leader though? Is he their sack leader? Or is it Downey so. Robinson? So. Mm. Oh no, I think I think it's Samborn. Samborn who has played like four games. What? He's good. Maybe it's just that position though. It, I think it's just that position. He's also got like a bunch of like little like sacks that didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um let's see. Okay, one second. Sack leaders is Jaquan Brisker with four. Sorry. Roquan. Wow. Jaquan Brisker. Yeah. <laughs> that is so sad. Jack Sanborn and then Travis Gibson. And again, Jack Sanborn doesn't play that position. Jack Sanborn's position. And I'm, are... I'm, I'm sad for Travis, man. That's a shame. It is a shame. I still love him, but it's a shame. I think we can talk about Travis for a bit. I think it's kind of proven that he's not going like, to. Okay, to be good. fair, like what it maybe, maybe they recognize he's the best guy on the team. Like he's just not. He still could be a very good contributor. I mean, he was great last yeah. year, and I can only assume he got better this year. It's just that obviously, when there's not a Keem Hicks and Khalil Mack just taking away all the attention, like exactly. he's not at that. He's not at like the Aaron Donald level where he's gonna like be all alone. Like, who's a guy? Who's a defensive line guy who's alone and still producing? You know, so yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's why, like. Getting def- like loading up on a defensive line, I think is like I think defensive line and offensive line, you're like only as strong as your weakest link. Yeah, that makes and, sense. 
like so like the way I think about it, like those are positions you need to like load up on. Like you really need to like Yeah, the more the better. The more the better. I feel like almost every position in the NFL, you can just make the argument that like you just want to have the more the better. Like that's just No, because like receivers honestly, like to some extent. You have a few yeah, receivers, like, it's fine. Like, Running backs, you don't need the more tight like three, ends. Like three receivers is a lot. Think about that for a second. Yeah, yeah. Like, how many teams have three quality receivers? Like, good receivers. I don't uh, do any. Yes, the Bengals. Sure. And um, honestly, you're going to be annoying about this. You're not going to agree with me. The Vikings. Who's your third? Um, KJ Osborne. I mean, the quality isn't, like, good. He's quality, man. He's quality. Anyway, yeah, that's all I got for you. That's all. Yeah. All right. Well, I think the Bears, like, have, like, a 1% chance to, like, to be, like, they had a 1% chance this week. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to win. So. They weren't going to win. All right. All right. Let's talk about this next game and be done. We've done a lot of talking. I got to be honest, man. I'm yes. ready to sign off. So, Bears play the Lions. I sure hope they lose, and I really, really hope the Texans win. Securing the second overall pick and or getting the first overall pick would be huge for the Bears because it allows them to fill multiple holes. And it's crucial that, that they would be incredible. I feel like like I think he got like stepped on like the last game, and I I just wish they put him on IR. Like I was just hoping that they put him out for the season. Didn't risk him getting hurt anymore. They have such a bad offensive line. They have no receivers. It's like he's being set up for failure and injury. And yeah. like, it's yeah. Like How do you feel about win. that decision? I don't know. I feel like they should have just they should just put him on IR, send him off for the year, be done. I get you like can't tank, but like you also have to look at your future. It's not like tanking, looking at your future. Yeah, it's, tanking is like deliberately trying to lose. There, if you put Fields in IR, it's not necessarily because you want to tank. It's because you understand. No, it's that. both. I mean, it's it's an added perk. It's an added perk. You're doing it in yeah. the thought that, like, we just want to not him to get injured. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is, well, we're going to be worse with him out, you know. But also, NFL coaches' jobs are always on the line, and they're not just going to bench their best player because, like, the fans feel like it. And, like. So, overall, how do you think Ibrahim's season has been? I would actually say pretty good. I think for considering how their roster, considering the injuries, the roster, the trades, the everything, he's kept every game competitive. I think he motivates his team pretty well. And I don't know if we get a lot of penalties. I don't think we get that many. Like we do, but I don't know. Also, I feel like the refs always hate us, which is like just their like team bias. Every team does like every team's like, oh, the refs suck. But I feel like especially the Bears, like I feel like there have been like four or five games where there's just been blatantly bad calls at the end of games. And that's just like, you know, it happens every year. And maybe that's just like how the NFL works. But like, I'm Yeah, gonna okay. So want to lose. And that'll be that. That's going to be yeah? it for our podcast. All right. Bear down. Bear down. And good night. Sleep tight. Bye-bye.